Hi again, and happy finals week. The semester is almost over, so this week we're going to reflect on one of the biggest initiatives at the Sherman Center this year, the Rethinking the Sherm effort. A group of students came together this summer to figure out how to make the Sherm a more diverse, inclusive, and community-oriented place, and the work to realize that vision is ongoing as of now. I spoke to Aya Aragon, Christian Hardy, and Kendall Meenan for this episode. My name is Aaliyah Aragon. Most people call me Aya. I'm a fourth year bioengineering major, and I've been involved with the Sherman Center since my freshman year. My name is Christian Hardy. I'm a fifth year electrical engineering major. Um, been a part of Generate for, well, this will be my second semester. Last semester as a technical writer. Uh, this semester, I'm the core operations lead after a bit of shuffling. My name is Kendall. I am a fifth year computer engineering major. Um, I have been involved with the Sherman Center for almost three and a half years now. I am currently on the Community Leadership Council. I am also involved in Generate as the member outreach specialist. So what was your role in the Rethinking the Sherm effort? Over the summer, when there was that global reckoning over Black Lives Matter, uh, Ted, the director of the Sherman Center, he reached out to me. And he asked if I had any ideas of what our center could do to help. And I told him about uh, Black at NU, which is a campaign that a bunch of Black Northeastern students were starting. And it aimed to hold um, Northeastern organizations accountable for being anti-racist. And one of the things that they did is they made a bunch of organizations create a list of demands for themselves as to how they could be anti-racist and help this effort. And I said, well, the Sherman Center is a center and it's not like a club or anything. So we didn't really fall under that jurisdiction and we were never reached out to, but I figured maybe we could do something similar for ourselves. And I told Ted this and he said, hey, that's a great idea. Um, do you want to lead this effort? And I thought, well, like I'm kind of unqualified to lead this effort, but um, I'd love to reach out to a bunch of students at the Sherman Center and ask if they want to help. So me and maybe like 10, 12 other people in a few days put together an initial list of demands. We sent it out to Ted and Professor Goldstone. He's the director of the Sherman Center. And after that, we edited them a little bit with our input and their input. And I think we're working on making a lot of those demands come to life this semester. Mainly it was kind of taking what people had already put down and refining it. Um, it was kind of like a revisiting of my previous technical writer role. Like I just refined language, um, put down ideas, you know, add certain wording here and there. Um, I really spearheaded everything. And so it was kind of a collaboration. I spent a lot of time editing and reworking the Rethinking the Sherm document that actually is now used in onboarding for all of our programs in the Sherman Center. I also attended a meeting that we had with the um, Dean Harris. So we got a lot of great information from that and next steps from that. And that's where we kind of built a lot of our next steps, including a lot of the things that Aya has been working on through her work study position. In addition, I have kind of been bringing some of those ideas to generate in terms of reaching out to organizations that cater to uh, Black students, 
but also organizations that cater to uh, low-income students, first-generation students, other students of color, um, in order to encourage them to apply to generate and not just like BESS and SACE and engineering related um, clubs that cater to them, but also the like John D. O'Brien African American Institute, as well as the like first generation and low, low income student union and the Northeastern like students of color caucus. So I've been trying to expand our reach outside of like just engineering. As has been alluded to, all of this was happening in the midst of a reckoning on race nationwide and here on campus. Student groups demanded the Northeastern attempt to recruit a more diverse student body and diversify their curriculums. So far, this has resulted in a number of diversity and inclusion councils, task forces, and pop-up courses. The jury's still out on if the university will meet its goals. This campus climate played into the Rethinking the Sherm effort. Whether we realize it or not, um, I'm not sure if the historical hiring data would bear this out, but it seems like Generate and the Sherman Center kind of repeat the same biases that the college does at large. We had a meeting with Dean Harris who told us that in, I want to say the late 60s or early 70s, they were, the Black Student Union at, at Northeastern had put forth a document and one of their, one of their asks of the university was that the student population matched the Black population like percentage for percentage point in the Boston area, which it still doesn't to this day. Um, and so we were kind of reflecting on how can generate affect change in a positive way while still living in the reality that we're just a small piece of the university. Many of the goals and aspirations behind this effort were born out of people's personal experiences feeling demographically alone at the Sherm. I guess my personal motivation for it was, like I said, I've been involved in the Sherman Center since my freshman year, and it's literally my home. I used to, back when it was open, I would study there every single day. And for me, like being involved in Generate, which is the engineering organization there, there were a lot of times where I was the only woman of color on the team. And I don't think that's a fault of the Sherman Center or Generate. Um, we do go to a predominantly white institution. So that's just how it be sometimes. But I thought that maybe a concrete dedication to making our center more inclusive would help people like me feel less left out in this particular academic field. I think the biggest thing is just we want more exposure for other students to be able to have access to our resources. And typically we have noticed that our population is mostly male, mostly white students. And so we kind of want to branch out of that. Unfortunately, we are kind of limited by the demographics of the college engineering because we do we are housed under the college engineering but i think we really and in the past we've just kind of resigned ourselves to that fact whereas now um we really want to like actively combat that and start like making our advocacy like more intersectional like because i know that i have been really passionate about trying to like recruit more women into the sherman center um and now like even me i've had to look at myself personally and be like well like I need to expand that. Like I identify as a woman. So obviously it's something that's passionate that I like directly connect with. And so I'm passionate about it. But even I have like been challenging myself to be like, okay, I need to start like expanding my advocacy to like other identities that I don't 
personally identify with. So what was the process of coming up with those initial goals for the center like? Um, it was a lot of back and forth. We had our own like private Slack channel and an initial list of demands that we thought were reasonable. Like one of them was that we integrate lessons on racism in the engineering and entrepreneurship workplaces into our minors courses and our newsletter um, that we fund BIPOC engineers and entrepreneurs. It was a very collaborative effort and a lot of us just thought that a lot of the things we were asking for were pretty common sense. It definitely was a bit of a reality check because I feel like sometimes activists especially have the tendency to think bigger than what is like in reality possible with the resources we have which is why we were really grateful to have like Ted and Professor Goldstone in the conversation with us because they could kind of like ground us a little bit because our heads were really often in the clouds. But the initial document took maybe four or five days to make and then editing it took literally months and it still is a work in progress, but I'm really proud of the work that all of my classmates and colleagues have done, yeah. They're still working on these goals, and there have been some successes so far. Um, this semester, I am the community outreach lead, which is basically one of the demands that we talked about in Rethinking the Sherman Center was that we have a pretty big space with a lot of resources, and we should use those resources for the common good and to help uplift the greater Boston area. So we said that there should be like a volunteer team of students for a work-study position. The thing with work-studies is that sometimes not um, all the positions are filled because there aren't enough people like with a work-study award to fill them in. Basically, we wanted to have a team in charge of researching opportunities where we can use our own student expertise, which is pretty niche. It's like very specific type of engineering, a very specific type of business, and how we could use that like really niche knowledge to help uplift other people. So my position in work study is finding all of those organizations and networks and connections that we could possibly leverage because they do exist. It's just a matter of getting your name out there and figuring out how to get to them. I um, especially connected really well with the uh, first generation and low income student union. We've been emailing back and forth. I've been sharing some information about their organization. They've been sharing information about ours. Um, We'll have to see the application cycle is still ongoing. So I'm hoping that these efforts helped and were in vain and will help to really diversify generate. It's something that our executive director put in his mission for the semester. So it's definitely a goal we're all working towards. Uh, so hopefully it works out. As of right now, I can't give any like quantitative information about it just because we're currently in the middle of the application cycle. Well, that's the last podcast of the semester. And my last is your host for this school year at least. Good luck with finals and have a safe holiday season. And of course, if you're interested in getting involved or learning more about the Sherman Center, visit www.northeastern.edu backslash Sherm and subscribe to our newsletter. Goodbye.